Are we rolling? We're, We're rolling. rolling. We're rolling. Oh, well, this is the first one. Welcome to the first episode. Yeah, welcome out. Thanks for uh, listening and choosing this uh, podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to talk a little bit about families because, uh, you know, every time you have something going on, there's always a funny in there, and you guys, I know you can relate. Yep. Yeah, I think this episode we're going to talk about family, and we've always thought our family was funny, and we've done some funny shit to them, so we just thought we'd tell a couple stories of our family or what we've done to them. Yeah, and you know, we would love to hear from, you know, go to our website, whatever, we'd love to hear from you guys about your families, because, uh, you know, there's always them people that you play the jokes on or you do something like that. It's always uh, a lot of fun. And if you can't figure out the ones that you've played the jokes on, then more than likely you are the one they played the jokes on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And we want to hear about those too. So go to disownedpodcast at gmail.com and send us your stories. Yes. Yeah, we would love to hear it. And uh, we'll even, you know, put them on the air, no names, whatever. We'll uh, post them and stuff like that so we can read them or whatever. We could have a lot of fun. Yeah. What was the first story we were going to talk about? I I remember a couple of our aunts went to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Do you remember that story? Do you want to tell that story at all? I remember that story. Um, Yeah, they went there for lunch, just the two of them. Uh, They were getting lunch for a group of us. And they went to the drive-thru, and as they were at the drive-thru, they decided they wanted to order the chicken. So they were talking to each other and said, well, let's order the chicken. Well, what, which one would you like? Which one should we get? Should we get the 10-piece or the 8-piece or whatever the pieces were? And they said, well, what, you know, let's get the 10-piece. Well, how many come in the 10-piece? <laughs> Which was very funny. It's been a joke that's been around for a long time in the family. But they were alone, <laughs> which means they came back and told everybody about it. Nobody had to know. Nobody would have <laughs> made fun of them for as much as long as we have now if they wouldn't have told anybody, which makes it even funnier. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine that guy at the window? Uh, how many pieces are in the 10-piece chicken? Yeah, could you imagine the story that guy told? Holy cow. Oh, I'm sure it's been carried on. That story's been carried on in other families. Didn't even know it. But the same aunt actually went to, another time went to the drive through the gas station. And um, the guy at the gas station asked, you know, well, what, what size of drink would you want? Do you Would you like? And she told him she'd like a 32-incher. <laughs> and the guy, you know, the guy, I think, went as red-faced as you can get, and he didn't know how to answer it. I'm pretty sure she met a 32-ounce, but... Yeah. You never know. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, the same the same one. We actually went to dinner drive through. I don't know what it is about drive throughs. But they uh we went there and we weren't up to the window yet. We were just looking at the sign and she you know, well what do you, she asked um my wife, well, what do you get here when you come here? And she goes, Oh well I love I love their ham and cheese sandwich. I just they're really good and she says, Oh that sounds that sounds really good. great. What comes on that? <laughs> ham and ham and cheese. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Isn't this the same aunt that you were decided to be a dick to when you were on your crazy pills? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's kind of a long story. I uh, went to the doctor and he put me on these pills and uh, they kind of messed me up a little bit. Wow, that was a really long story. <laughs> Good God, can yeah. you shorten that up a little bit? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty sad. I uh, or No, it was funny. It was really funny. Uh, I found out from my mom that one of her sisters had, uh, which is my aunt, which had a nosebleed really bad. And uh, she uh, went to the hospital because her nosebleed wouldn't stop. They had, she had to go get it cauterized. So the, the dick that I was, I called her up the next day, and I disguised my voice. And uh, it was something, you know, like, uh, Hey, this is Leonard from the Blue Cross and Red Shield. I was just wondering, uh, how are you feeling? And she said, Oh, I'm, I'm doing really good and everything. And I said, You feeling better? And she said, Yeah. And I said, Oh, okay. Well, I was just wondering, the next time that you have a nosebleed, can you put a cup there and catch it so we can donate it? <laughs> oh, my hell. She's like, uh, well, yeah, I guess I can. And I said, oh, by the way, this is Lance. Oh, my hell. She started blowing up. It was funnier than hell. It, uh, yeah, it turned out to be pretty funny. You weren't quite done being a dick that day, were you? So you decided to try it on somebody else? Yeah, I did. Uh, one of her uncles, he's uh, one of those guys that, uh, you know, he's a jokester really bad. I delivered some plates down to his house. And the, you mean like the steel plates that go over a trench? Yeah, yeah, they're like, uh, what like are they? Inch thick, like eight feet wide and like 10 feet long yeah yeah it was to go over his uh culvert and uh because he was having cement trucks come in he didn't want him to crush his culvert so yeah they we, weigh like two thousand pounds yeah yeah so we brought i brought some down there for him and uh i was still feeling kind of goofy from those pills that the doctor gave yeah, me like, don't don't tell the story again <laughs> i just uh, i don't want to fall asleep no oh, okay all right anyway uh i called him up and i said uh hey this is Leonard. I was just curious, you know, I wanted to talk to you about some plates. And I said that these plates that you have, one slid out into the road. And I, as I was driving by, it happened to hit the front of my car tire. It blew out my tire and the rim come back into the firewall and broke my wife's ankle. And he's like, uh, how fast was you going? <laughs> and I said, well, that's not the point. The plate was out in the road. And anyway, I I got him, you know, going, and he was like, oh, my God, really? Oh, this is, you know, this is bad. And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, where's the plate at now? And I said, well, I, I there was a backhoe there, and I slid the plate back into the, you know, where it's supposed to go because I didn't want anybody else to get hurt. And I said, but I hope you have insurance and stuff on this. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, he is, you know, he is, <laughs> he's going off. He is so worried about this. And he said, well, I'd have to call my wife, and I'd have to talk to her about this insurance, and I'd have to do this, and i have to do that. And uh, I love Twinkies. And so what he called me was Twinkie Man. And so I said, oh, hey, by the way. I said, hey, by the way, 
this is from the Twinkie Man, like that. And he said, what? And I said, this is from the Twinkie Man. And he said, Lance, is that you? And I said, yeah. And he said, you dirty rotten son of a man. I set that phone down for 15 minutes, and all he was doing is yelling. And, oh, it was it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah, even uh, my wife at the time, man, she was like, you did what? That's really funny. Um, I have never heard you do the voice that you, I've heard that story before. And I had never heard you do the voice. Leonard was their name? Yeah. Leonard yeah. seems like he has a pocket protector. Does Leonard have a pocket protector? <laughs> yeah, we yeah we could create one yeah, for him, okay. yes. Well, I remember, I think it was the same uncle that uh, you seen at Joe's Crab Shack. You want to talk about that story? Yeah. We, yeah, we went to dinner one night. Um, and we were sitting at the table right there by the door, and they walked in. And that same uncle and his family, and they sat down, we kind of talked for a minute. And the waitress come over, and we just told her, we said, hey, that guy right over there, it's his birthday. He is going to deny it <laughs> to no end, but it's his birthday. So whatever you guys do, you know, each restaurant has its own little thing they do. We had never seen them do a birthday thing there, so we did not know what they were going to do. Yeah. But we were dying to find out when they make him do it. And we sat there for, I bet it was another hour, <laughs> waiting for this. The, you know, the waitress says, oh, absolutely. You know, I, I'll, I'll get him. Like, all right. An hour we sat there, nothing. We're staring at them. They're staring at us like, what are you waiting to have? Like, they knew something was happening. So finally, we're like, well, we're just going to leave. And we got up. And left, and we're staring at them at the window thinking, well, they're going to do it right now. And they're watching us in the window, staring at them like, what in the hell are you people doing? <laughs> anyway, we just left. We're like, well, I guess they forgot. You know, maybe they're not going to do it. I don't know. And we got most of the way home, and we got a phone call. And I don't remember if it was him that called <laughs> or who, but they, we get on the phone, and it was... Do you know what just happened to us? <laughs> oh my! And apparently, I don't know exactly what Joe's Crab Shack does. If they made him wear a hula skirt, <laughs> or there was something, it was bad. But he was so upset, he was pulling out his license, trying to prove to the lady that it is not his birthday. He swears it's not his birthday. You can look at my license. And she was not having any of it. And she made him do whatever it was he had to do with that. It was a grass skirt or something. I don't remember exactly. But at first he blamed. There was a guy there that he knew. We didn't realize he was there. But I guess he ended up blaming that guy. So he. This guy's like. I, I have no idea what's going on. And. He's getting blamed for this big old fiasco that happened at Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that poor uncle. I I sure hope he don't listen to this. Yeah. I got another story that uh, <laughs> it was about my dad. Well, he's uh, he passed away like 11 years ago, so I, can, I think I'm safe to uh, tell you the story. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Without him coming back and uh, haunting me. And, uh, well, you never know. But... Yeah, that's true. Anyway, he was headed, he was headed to work and... Uh, I was riding down there with him, and, and I remember, uh, boy, he had to pee really bad. And so we, uh, 
we pulled into this car wash and uh, he said, hurry, pop the hood, pop the hood. And I leaned over there and I, you know, popped the hood and I was laughing so hard. And he was standing there with the hood up and uh, he was trying to pee. <laughs> well, I reached over there and I grabbed the emergency brake and I let it off where he was walking <laughs> And I was rolling out of the car wash, and he's trying to hold the hood and walk and pee at the same time. And, oh, man, I was laughing so hard. And he's, stop the car, stop the car. And he's just yelling at me. I was laughing so hard I couldn't pull up the emergency brake. And I finally I finally did. And uh, he gets done, and he slams the hood, and he comes back, and he gets in the car, and he says, I hope you're happy. I pissed on myself. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> if he was here today, he'd probably kill me. But yeah, it was funny. Oh yeah, the good old days. Yeah, I I got a couple um about a guy. He didn't piss on himself, but he probably almost <laughs> did. Um there's a guy that we worked with. Um he was actually a boss of mine. So we decided to go to lunch at work one day. And there was a cafe up in Salt Lake. It was really good. We've been there before. And when we went in there, when we went in there to eat, the waitress there was pretty much giving him the whatever eyes the whole time we were there. I mean, she was pretty heavily, you know, interested in him. And this guy's married. And the thing about this guy, he's kind of one of them silver-tongued guys. He can he can talk his way out of about anything. And you know, the women seem to like that or whatever with him. And so we go through this whole meal, and she is just doting on him. I mean, he gets his water refilled, and they she forgot that the me and the other guy was even there. So the meal gets done, and he decides, hey, I'm going to pay. You know, I'm going to pay for your guys' meal. Oh, okay, great. So he gives her the money, and she, oh, okay, thanks. And so she comes back with his change and puts it on the table. Well, on one of the bills was her name and her phone number written on the bill and he is i mean he is just happier than shit i mean he just can't even talk he's just oh my god she gave me your number you see this shit oh my god this is amazing oh so he didn't say anything else to her and you know and she just kind of i believe the note said call me i don't remember exactly what the note said i know her number and her name was on there and it had like a heart i don't but so he put, we leave, he puts his dollar in the visor of his truck and it is like a trophy, like he just won like an Academy Award or something is how he <laughs> just displayed this thing. Like every time he pulled his visor down when we got in the truck and it'd be sitting there and he'd have to, yeah, you see that right there? That's, she gave me your number, this is, <laughs> you know, and it, it, it got obnoxious. Oh, I bet it did. So... We got tired of listening to it, and we kept thinking, well, what are we going to do? Like, there's no way to shut him up, I and mean, we can't, you know, steal the dollar and throw it out. Or... So we decided we're going to go to that back to that cafe for lunch, not for any reason, just to go back there. So we call him and say, hey, we're going to go back there. Do you want to meet us over there? Oh, yeah, you know, that, yeah, yeah, I'll meet you over there. So we go in there, you know, get, you know, just get a table and we'll wait for him. So we're waiting there for a while and we finally we call him. We're like, "Are you coming?" Or what? And he, "Ooh, you know, you know what? I just thought about something. You know, that girl works there and I never called her. 
so I don't think I should go over there. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm sure she's just absolutely devastated and heartbroken that you didn't call her from the one time she met you. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so he didn't show up. We were pissed. We're like, this is this is crap. I'm like, you didn't show up. You said you were coming, whatever else. The girl was, wasn't there. But he didn't know that. So we decide to leave, and we get out in the truck, and we're just like, oh. You know, what a dick. Like, we, <laughs> he never showed up. He thinks he's just, you know, God's gift to this woman that met him once. And he keep. I'm tired of looking at that damn dollar bill or whatever it was. <laughs> so me and the guy I was working with, we kind of go, oh, we got, we got him. We got this. So we kind of discussed a plan. And I got on the phone with my wife, who works in an office with some other ladies. And he got on the phone with the boss. And I got on the phone with the wife, and I told her, I said, Hey, do you have anybody there that's willing to pretend like there's somebody else, they are somebody else, and call this number? And I want them to just lay it on thick. <laughs> just no matter what this guy says, I want them to just lay it on as thick as you can that you are this person and you know and all and all this and and i guess i should explain so the other guy got on the phone with the boss and he says he said this girl the girl was was there and she is pissed she is absolutely livid you did not call her she's heartbroken she made a scene in the restaurant that you did not call this girl back and he is panicking he's oh my god oh so bad oh my so oh that sucks that's terrible. Ooh, I, you know, I. Oh, I'm glad I didn't show up then, because boy, it would have been worse. And he's like, "Well, <laughs> the bad thing is, is a she wouldn't let us leave until we gave her your number." You, you what? <laughs> yeah, she she was making a scene. Wouldn't let us leave. We had to give her your number to get out of there. Like, we didn't know what else to do. I, I mean, she may not call you, but she might. You've got to be shitting me. You gave her my number. Well, yeah, we didn't know what else to do. You know, we wanted to get out of there. <laughs> oh my God, this is this is terrible. This is absolutely. I I just cannot. I can't even imagine. This is terrible. So we hang up with him, and I'm still on the phone with my wife, and I'm like, yeah, just if he says, you know, I want it, even if he says, you know, I'm married, whatever else, just go above and beyond. I just, you know, oh really? You know, I lay it on thick. Basically, is what I'm saying. She goes, oh yeah, yeah, I got some. She'll, you know, I got somebody will do it. She'll call, whatever, you know. She'll, she'll be good at it. I'm like, all right. So we go for the whole day. I'm waiting for a phone call from him, <laughs> or a phone call from her saying that yeah, he he did it. He, you know, we called and we did it, or a call from him like, well, you're fired because <laughs> you give my number out and nothing. So we're like, well, what in the hell? So we go back to the yard at the end of the day. We go in the office, and there he sits. Doesn't say anything. We're like, well, it, you know, obviously they didn't call because, <laughs> you know, he's not livid and pissed. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the customers that we worked for, the guy we deal with, he was in there too, and he's, you know, talking away. And So we sit there for a minute doing paperwork, and his phone rings. And we're just kind of sitting there, and he goes, hello? Oh, Oh, hi. Oh, yeah, of course I remember you. And we go, oh, my God, it's her. <laughs> and out the door he goes. And, you know, 
people can be pissed at you and they can verbally show you they're pissed but there's times where they can't verbally do it <laughs> and they physically do it where you can feel their eyeballs burning through you that was going on as he is stomping <laughs> out of the room because oh, he doesn't know what to do and we are dying laughing and the the guy that we deal with the customer he's in there and he's like <laughs> okay you two what in the hell did you do because you are laughing way too hard, and <laughs> what is the deal? So we explain the whole situation to him. And, of course, you know, you two are a bunch of assholes. I fire you right away, and, oh, that's terrible, as he's laughing, you know. So we go outside thinking, well, if we're outside, at least we have a chance to run if he really <laughs> comes back in pissed. But he gets off the phone, and he looks at us and goes, you two are in deep shit. He goes, I have explained to this lady three or four times on the phone that I am married and I cannot have any kind of relationship with her and she is not having any of it. <laughs> she doesn't care. She's threatening to show up at my house while my wife's there. I have, he goes, I, I, I don't know what to do. I have no idea. And we're dying laughing. He goes, you, I don't even know what to say to you two. And as we're still laughing, he finally walks in the office. And we were going to leave. We just thought, all right, he can stew over this shit for the weekend. (laughs) He can wait for this woman to show up at his house that's woman in quotation marks that doesn't really exist because she has no idea that he's... (laughs) Well, it come to find out, we did leave. And the customer that was in there, he actually told him the truth. So we get a phone call saying okay you guys are some jackasses and whatever else but i mean it was funny at the time it was we were dying laughing thinking it was just hilarious and he kind of deserved it because he kept the dollar bill and kept showing it like a trophy and that was just really pissing us off it was petty but funny (laughs) yeah but and we also there was another story that we did to him i don't know why we still work there he probably we should have been fired but me and the same guy we we decided to get him again so we got a uh, by sources that we know got a biohazard bag and a specimen <laughs> cup oh, geez. i mean it was legit it you know the sample cup and the bag with the biohazard thing on it and you know it had patient's name and everything nothing it was blank and we have lube at the yard for pulling in cable into duct. And it's it's white, really, really thick, and looks a lot like, use your imagination. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, and I remember that stuff. We, we decide that we're going to put a large amount in this cup, more than should have been in the cup. If it was an actual sample, we pour it in there and we wrote his name on it (laughs) and we wrote semen sample on it. We put it in the biohazard bag and now we're going, well, we don't know how we're going to get into, get it into his truck, but somehow we've got to get it into, get it into his truck. So we go to lunch, same customer was there with us going to lunch, same 
boss that we did the other thing to. We don't know how to do this, so we all go in there to lunch, and I kind of hang back. I take the sample, and I just tossed it on the dashboard. Wasn't there before. Don't know how it would have showed up (laughs) all of a sudden, but I was hoping they wouldn't notice. So we go to lunch. We come back. We're sitting in the back seat, and those two are in the front. And they're sitting there, and the customer guy's kind of looking at the dashboard. He's like... And I believe his exact words were, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and the boss is sitting there. He goes, well, well, I don't know. Why are you asking me? And he goes, well, it's your truck. He goes, what is it? And he goes, I don't know. So he grabs the bag and puts it just as absolutely close to his face as he <laughs> possibly can to read it. Oh. Semen. Oh, my God. What the fuck? And he throws it at the dashboard. I think he almost cracked the dashboard as he threw it at it and it all just fell apart there the the customer's laughing he thinks it's real he the boss thinks it's real i don't know how he thinks it's real if he doesn't remember putting the sample (laughs) in there but anyway it was really funny i don't know how we still work there we should have been fired for the shit we did to him we did a lot more but i think those are probably the funnier ones well this kind of leads into the next story i don't it's not a good thing, but it kind of leads into it. Well, I had two two cousins that I hung out with quite a bit. And one of them had just gotten divorced. And we thought, well, we'll kind of give him, you know, they have bachelor parties for when you get married. And we thought it was a re-bachelor party. I don't know what to call it, where you get divorced. And we kind of do a little party for him. So we went up there to their house. And we decided while we're up there, we... We weren't going to go to a strip club. I don't remember why we weren't, but we decided not to go to one, and we decided that we would just have one come to us. We didn't know that you could do that. I didn't know that you could do that, but one of them did. So you look in the local paper, and they're in the classifieds. You just order one up, and they'll grub hub you right over a stripper, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that sounded really bad, grub hub. But Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah it did. But, um, so we did, we ordered one and she, yo, okay, well, she'll be there in about an hour or two, you know. All right. So we sat there very impatiently waiting for her to show up <laughs> and she gets there. She had a quotation bouncer with her, which was the smallest person, smallest guy I've ever seen in my life. He had to weigh like <laughs> 80 pounds soaking wet. Oh, geez. And we're thinking, well, who are you going to stop and then we found out later he was carrying which makes sense but she just you know we sat in a circle and she started doing her dancing and whatever else and she you know i mean you we would throw dollars like you would normally do at a strip club you know and oh yeah um she wasn't having any of the any of the dollars she wouldn't it was five or more that you had to throw out there plus we paid her like a flat rate just to be there then she made more on tips and whatever else so it kind of we kind of i kind of lost interest in it with the five dollars or more thing and whatever you know we're just kinda, <laughs> we're just sitting there watching the show and she went over to one of them and started whispering to him i couldn't hear whether he was sitting right next to me i couldn't hear what she was saying but uh after she got done talking she kind of looked at him and he oh yeah yep and they left into the other room, the back uh-huh. bedroom, and 
we all, <laughs> I'm sitting there, me and the other cousin and the 80-pound bouncer of hers is in there. You know, we just start talking. So we start talking about, talking, start talking to him about, well, do you like your job? Does it pay well? And we're just having a conversation. <laughs> we don't know what else to do. So he, yeah, it's great. It's, you know, you know, they pay me so much to, you know, chaperone him or whatever he called it. And he told us about that he carries and what he carries and whatever. And they were gone for probably, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, something like that. And they came walking out. And he come walking out with the biggest shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> and she come walking out and says, well, I'm, I'll am i come out and tell every good, everybody goodbye in just a minute. She went into the bathroom. And we were sitting there. And she come walking out. She went over to the one cousin and gave him a kiss. And she come over to the other <laughs> one, gave him a kiss. And she come over to me and said, I said, no, thank, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. And so she left. So she leaves by everybody and walks out. And the one cousin that didn't go in the back looked at me. What is your deal? You don't want a kiss from her? Are you serious? I said, yeah, ask him what happened in the back room. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, and I'm sure you can use your imagination of what happened in the back room. But she proceeded to give him a mouth hug back there. Oh, yeah. And... Oh my God! I, uh, and there, I can't believe. And he couldn't. I mean, he about scratched the skin off of his face to get that whatever oh. <laughs> kiss off of his face. Oh. Yeah, I, I, we were dumb, young, and dumb. And I mean, I'm not proud of that story, but. It's there. There's nothing you can do about it. So. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like the old fun times, the good old days, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this kind of, I kind of got a little story that has, uh, well, a little bit to do with it, but not really. Oh, well, and do we, tell. <laughs> uh, my son and I was driving past, uh, this is when I was divorced. I wasn't with nobody, everything else. So anyway, we was driving past this Domino's and, uh. The lady was walking, she's getting out of her car, and she's one of the delivery ones. And I said, oh, my God, look at her. I'd like to give her a tip. <laughs> my son was just laughing, you know, and we got down the road a little bit, and I said, the tip of my wiener. <laughs> so that's been kind of a joke around the house, you know. It's like, oh, just the, the, the tip, just the tip. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's kind of funny. Uh, well, that's the episode that... Our first one, and don't judge us too much on this one. Hopefully, they'll get better. Maybe they won't. But oh yeah, yeah. I I hope they do. You know what? But we would love to hear from you. So uh, you know, go to our website. Send an email at disownedpodcast at gmail dot com, and we'll give us your stories, your crazy family or friends stories or whatever, and we'll read them on the air. And no names, no. You know, we just. Want to hear from you, and then it'll give us something else to talk about. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a lot of people out there who has a lot of stories. Let's let's hear them. Yep. You know, I think, I think it'd be funny. We'd love to hear them. And I bet you would love to hear your story on our air. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh.